I guess you, you want to put the music on, get into the mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very much like foreplay. So this is, <laughs> you want to just talk first? You want to talk first? You want to just talk? Just first? get used to talking. Um, the Asian Avengers, so weak. The, the, the Asian <laughs> Avengers, so weak, so so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa, whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. <laughs> Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues. No one gives a fuck about. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I am your host Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. The boys are back in town. You're yeah. back. We were away for a little bit. We were away doing different things. I had to do this alone in my room. It was very lonely. Oh, well. have you listened to the last episode, you bitch? I have listened to some of it, not all of it. Um, I got to do the intros and outros alone, and oh, it yeah. always feels so uncomfortable doing that. Yeah, it is weird, right? You're it's just like, sitting there just like, talking to yourself. It's like podcast. It's like the podcast equivalent of jerking off, you know? <laughs> I don't have a partner. Well, it, it, it <laughs> should be, I think it should be both like m- masturbating and jerk off. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. That's gross. Okay. Sorry. Hi. Yeah. So we're back. <laughs> I was in uh, the Bay Area. Shouts to the Bay Area. Mike was in the Bay Area. Did some stuff. Did uh, the setup. Shouts to the setup. Shouts to Murphy's Pub. Um. So so tell me more about San Francisco. Uh, it was cool. Um. It was uh, tech as fuck. Everybody had a tech backpack, as I call it. Everybody had it? everybody had a backpack that had like a stupid logo of their stupid oh, their company. startup. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Luxor it's Analytics. It's like, it's like nerdy. Fuck you. It's oh nerdy. my god. Dorks. Um, so can I tell you something I heard when I was in San Francisco like a month ago? I don't know if you agree with this. They told me that San Francisco has no fashion. Like 100%. there's like everybody's fashion is like Patagonia slash North Face. It's like, gotten a little better because the athleisure thing has has. You know, it kind of it dovetailed nicely with their like lifestyle, but everybody's like. But that's like the option one and the only option. They just do athletes. They do. They do that. They so I so just to give you an example, I was walking around. I was like, man, San Francisco is just full of fours, and <laughs> like three fours. Yo, who are you to be judging these? I'm SF from New York. Girls. That's the thing. That's you get. <laughs> The reason why you get more props in New York is because I had to sit next to a bum who was peeing, but the 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 benefit you get is that you become more aware. Your senses are heightened, and you're aware of like crazy shit happening around you, and therefore you have better taste. All the, all in the clothing and fashion, and just like the crazy shit, and like the fact that like all these models live here, and there's like fashion week, and like there's models everywhere. There's models in the bar. Models are your boss. Models in the bathroom. And, and that's what you get. There are models in the bathroom. There's models everywhere here. Yeah. And they, they're not just models. They're also lawyers and all these things. So everybody's hot. So anyway, so San Francisco, <laughs> I was walking around like, everybody's, everybody's just like a four. But then I went, to, I went to Easter Mass at this really nice church and everybody had dressed up. Okay. Because it was like Mass and all that stuff. And then babes everywhere. And, wow. and that's what it is i think you know it's like that's what happens you put on a nice dress you put on like your cool chelsea boots and you do your hair a little bit and and like guys you know you're not you're not wearing your tech backpack and your, and your stupid electric skateboard you know <laughs> you actually put a suit on and like uh shoes that aren't like made of gore-tex and then you know it'll look a little better there's anything else um ate a lot of food you know how asian people roll yeah so i have a question you yeah. not that this is that this is wrong but you when i heard you on the phone last week planning dinners with your sister mm. you had specifically requested like you want a lot of chinese food yes because i'm sure chinese food is good as fuck over there super good um do you not crave vietnamese food uh i do crave vietnamese food the reason why is it is i is because where we were going to be the cantonese food is really good mm. 
because the Cantonese people settled in the Bay Area. Okay. Whereas in there's there is good Vietnamese food, but it's not as good as in Southern California, where mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna be. Um, so that's why. So actually funny. I don't know if it's that funny. Everybody's probably bored by now. But my dad brought up Vietnamese food because he was vis- he he came up also for um to visit the family. So w- when he came up, he brought Vietnamese food. That's how good the Vietnamese food is. I wanted the food from su- from Southern California shipped up <laughs> up here like it was fucking heroin. He just brought it up there. He brought it up. It's not that long of a drive, I guess. Because like, he was seeing you as a gift. Yeah, because like... he saw him. He knew I was. Com- he knew he was going to see you, and and I wanted Whoa. that shit. And that shit was fucking amazing. That is Asian love. That's how love. good. Yeah, that's Asian that's love. That's Asian dog. love. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Asian love is really only passed through um, food via food. It is because that's my mom, the one thing that yeah. we like show love for, for sure. It's like when you when the sun comes home. Oh your mom fucking cooks for you, dude. And you eat that food single tear. It's yeah, so good. That's her because because she's because your mom is so emotionally cut off the only way the love only goes through the the, the beef you know that's, the, the, that's we her just, hug yeah that's, her, that's hug. her hug she's like she's like i can't i can't tell you i love you i can't say good job on your homework but i can roll the fuck out of this dumpling you know <laughs> <laughs> and that shit is delicious and you know that's love that's that's that, why we care about food so much that's that, true food is love you know <laughs> All right, story of the week, baby. Story yeah, of the yeah. week. What's going on? I got a story. I um, got some tattoos. You did? Yeah, we got some tattoos. I guess our listeners don't know that you're covered in tats. I'm not covered. I have a pretty decent sleeve on one arm, and then I've got a bunch of random tattoos all but over you, the place. But you realize uh, when you, because you do have a lot of tattoos, right? You, yeah, I do have a right? lot. But when, when you're an Asian with that many tattoos, you do, like from a perception level, you do get categorized into a bucket of Asians with tattoos. Hmm, you know interesting. What, what is this bucket like? Um. Well, I, in my bucket, there's a couple of Asians with tattoos. There's like I have like sub buckets. So <laughs> like, so like Asians with tattoos. Okay. A lot of them are cool. You're not in that one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. But a lot of them are like bartenders. You know, a lot yeah, of them are okay. like Filipino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long hair. Um, they skateboard. So you mm. do that. That's one one thing you got. I'm trying to get into on. that cool Fumi bucket. <laughs> trying so hard. Yeah, Asians with tattoos, that's a thing. I mean, you know, people assume, I mean, it's just like people assume things about people with tattoos, right? If, I guess if you're true. an Asian with tattoos, I assume that you are like, but but I assume you have like a story, you know what I mean? About it, right. Like, like you like went to a good school, but you had like a, like a epiphany and you're like, I must drop out of Harvard and I must pursue, I don't know, glass making or some <laughs> shit, like right. some three, like a 180, you yeah. know, I assume you have a story. I do try as hard as possible to hide the fact that I am a complete loser. You know what right. I'm saying? Just by like covering up the tattoos, funny pants. Yeah. Funny I glasses. Mean, you set it up pretty high. You set Yeah, exactly. And then high. I start talking and then people go, oh, like, this guy's a loser. <laughs> so that's how you Intern know. Intern till he was 30? Loser? Right, exactly. <laughs> this guy's poor. <laughs> um, now I got some tattoos. I got, um, I, I like American style tattoos. So I go to the Smith Street, tat- the S- uh, Smith Street Tattoo Parlor. Uh, that's like Carol Gardens? Yes, it's in Carroll Gardens. Oh. It's a great shop. It's an awesome shop. You definitely go there. Um, the other place to go to is Rose Tattoo, uh, which is in Williamsburg. But um, I, I went this time to Smith Street Tattoo, and I got uh, a turtle, and I got like some dice, and you know whatever. My tattoo isn't actually the interesting thing. So <laughs> I was getting, I was, I was there, and uh, Carroll Gardens is like a kind of a fancy neighborhood, yes. right? It's one of the nicer neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. and so the people who are also getting tattooed with me were like these kind of like richer bro types and they didn't have a lot of tattoos 
Do you say richer or richer? Rich, rich, oh, rich, rich. Okay. Like you know, they look like they had money. Ah, and then you're making up a new jargon. That's and uh, <laughs> and they and you know they they came in with their girlfriends and the girlfriends. <laughs> so like while they're waiting to get tattooed, their conversations were things like, "Oh, what kind of dog do you want to get? I don't know, something small." You know, like <laughs> so like that. What, what accent is that? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't know Wisconsin. <laughs> So they were talking, and they're also talking about like brunch with their parents, you know that that kind of people. Yeah, you know, and uh, so one of the guys um, got this tattoo of an of a geisha on his forearm next to you. Yeah, well, you know, who's on the next, you know, stall? The the, yeah. the artist was working on him, and so he got a tattoo of a geisha, and like also on his arm, he had kind of like a palm tree and some other stuff, but like he had a, this big cat tattoo of a geisha. He's a white guy. Yeah, and he had brought his white girlfriend. And he oh, was getting weird. this tattoo, this, and it was almost like getting a tattoo and being like, "Hey, look what I wish you were." <laughs> <laughs> and but she loved it. She was like, "Oh my god, I love how you have this like Asian arm," you know. And like it's very interesting. The tattoo lure turned out great. <laughs> what so, was the geisha doing? She was she's like holding a parasol or something, you know. Was like, she facing forward or backward? Like uh, she had like you know like turned her shoulder and was looking you know what's funny that's that's like the um amount of asian white women want in a man (laughs) (laughs) just just a fraction on your floor a little bit you know maybe you can have one korean ex-girlfriend but then beyond that maybe one you know it's just it just made me think like so of the things of in general i kind of don't care what tattoos i get you can get i can get anything the things i don't really like are um insects i'm not really big into insects i just think they're gross so yeah, i don't like tattoos I, I would get almost anything tat- tat- tattooed on me except i can't get people and i i, I would love to get a pinup because i do think they look cool but i can't have a white girl on my arm no you can't it would just be so fucking weird it'd be so weird and you have an asian wife i have an it's, asian wife you'd be doing that guy you'd i'd be, be doing <laughs> that thing and then i'd have a white girl on my arm and i'd just be like looking at it and just being like here i am with betty here and you know what I'm saying like it would just be like she, I'd have to bring her into my house introduce her to my parents and shit. I, never, never, I didn't really date any it's white girls whole, let alone have one on my arm it's a whole commitment man you know but then like you know dudes get like Asian tattoo things yeah, they don't even think about it as much as Asian because you know I have I, had, I did consider tattoos but I, I did think like I, I guess I, I I didn't even think it was worth mentioning but I was like oh I'm not gonna get like a person on like right. a random European person, you know, some right. people will get like a guy looking through like a uh, like a magnifying glass, yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah that. like a guy with mustaches or yeah. And I was like, I would, I would, I don't want that. I can't like, get a dude up on me, you know, like a white dude on me. I can't get. I, I, I also, I mean, I was thinking about it, and to be fair, I couldn't get a Japanese geisha on me either. It'd be, it, w- it would just be like a very Asian cartoon on an asian person yeah you know what i'm saying it would be like check out the caricature of myself on my arm <laughs> they would once like, again here's what i wish i was you tattoos know? tell a different story depending on, different on what bodies. arm it's right exactly. and so like on that the hipster white guy yes it was like oh, oh you're cultured you know, cultured hey right. maybe i've been around the world exactly you know what i'm saying i know a lot of different right. things but pleasure you but for you it's like you like anime probably yeah you know? exactly i'm it's, just like i'm not even japanese i got this weird right and now japanese you got the japanese people kind of hating on you a little bit you know yeah. and now you got, you got a lot of hate a lot of a hate lot for of getting hatred. it's gonna be it's, it's i just thought it was a funny thing that uh i, I never had i hadn't really thought about it and so yeah know, i mean i could get like other japanese things i can get like you know a demon or something a koi koi but you hate cool. those you hate japanese tattoos right no a lot I of like, people I do like, no i like japanese tattoos a and lot i don't take I just, offense to that no what really um i mean i think they're beautiful but 
I, I have friends who like they like they like traditional American tattoos. Yeah. So they're they're very they're similar to what you have. Mm-hmm. And he just told me he's not really into Japanese tattoos, and I, I don't really take an offense to that because I don't know. It's like saying you're not into jazz or something. i mean i, I guess it's, it's, like, it's okay to say you're not into a certain art form you know, yeah like you're you know i mean i like japanese tattoos i think it's just there is a little bit of a weird thing even though a lot of vietnamese dudes get the japanese tattoos sometimes there's like you know well you're not japanese and like there's a history but then i was like whatever but it's like people get it because fucking gangster dude because it has it looks that cool. like yakuza right yeah, it looks i like think yakuza. the reason why i don't take offense to it is because in japan people are like why the fuck would you get a koi on your arm now we can't go to the hot spring together so you know? is that like is that like a real serious thing like you know what I'm saying? Like, is, yeah, is the so, Yakuza sex still, like, I know they still exist, but is that like, if you got a tattoo, yeah, you can't go like, oh, fuck. So I don't know how restricted it is anymore, but when I was younger, like, if you go to the beach or if you go to Hot Spring, they have big signs that say, like, we do not welcome people with tattoos. Really? So, like, yeah. even I couldn't go up in there. Um, You have too many, I think. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think it maybe it's changing now, especially if it's like a foreign friendly location. I oh, think I see, I see. I see. Clearly, you are not in the Yakuza, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, you have a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> What 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 if the Yakuza had a had a podcast? What were the, the okay? Now this is the dishonorable section, <laughs> and then they like roast people, and then if they get, if they get a mean email, they just straight up kill them the next they just week. Kill you, and then they just talk know? about everybody they killed. Um, that's why they do shout outs to everybody, all their brothers in jail. Like, Hiroshi, <laughs> we'll see you in ten to twenty. Uh, so so okay, so it is a big deal, and like yeah. tattoos is not like a. Uh, well, that, that's like that's a problem. Right. I mean, so that's like, a you're associated with a gang, and, no, and nobody likes nobody likes gangs over there. Like it's it's so different because in America, like I thought that the yakuza was kind of like gentler, and they kind of try to not make too many waves. Is that well, not true? They are. It, it, it's like so Japanese. It's like fucking. They don't like. I think American gangs, like white gangs, make a lot of noise on the outside, mm. where like Asian gangs make a lot of noise on the inside. So mm. like you don't really hear about them. They're not like riding around in their motorcycles showing off. But mm. I heard so stories like of Kill like yeah. they have like their territory. So like if you want to open up a business, you have oh. to like go beg for that land for someone. And I, I've heard like some politicians like being puppets of um, Japanese yakuza people and everybody who works at the um festivals they're all yakuza people like people who sell like yakisoba what yeah so if you, if you go, are you going in the summer are you going to japan in the summer uh yeah basically maybe. carnies like, really Japanese carnies are all yakuza people but wh- why is that it's, it's a cash business i think it's a oh. <laughs> it's like a business decision i like how i like i like <laughs> all right uh uh hiroki-san we are our businesses are prostitution drugs and also yakitori. <laughs> <laughs> can oh. you fuck? But can you also? How, how good are how good are you at barbecue? Yeah, <laughs> pornography and also delicious octopus. <laughs> oh come on, man! You know that's tight. Yeah, honestly, this. I mean, that now that you're telling me this, yakuza sound tight as fuck. Yeah, I mean, you probably think that because the Netflix show just came out or the movie. Jared Leto. Shouts to yeah. Jared Leto. Son. I watched it. Well, how was it? It was a. It was. I was, I'm not upset about the cultural appropriation thing. It was just a bad movie. I mean, it looks. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't very well, good. There you go. So well, maybe I'll I'll get a nice Jared Leto tattoo. Yeah, time, that'd know? be nice. <laughs> he, he, a white guy playing a Japanese guy. Huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> then we don't know how to feel. We need a gong. I feel like a blogger would be like, "Hey, hey, but, but I don't know what to say about you. This. Better watch yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching you. You're on the 20 list. Twenty years, I'll know what to say about you. <laughs> <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Have you seen the uh, the new Wes Anderson movie, I uh, Love Dogs? I, I, I Love Dogs. No, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. But you've heard, you've heard that the politi- that it's very political. You know, I mean, as soon as I saw the trailer for it, I was like, ooh, this is going to be a little bit of a problem. I My kind of hope... Yeah, because it's like Japanese and stuff like that. Whenever like whenever Japanese things happen in the pop culture, like you're just like automatically Taiko Drummer Samurai, you know? <laughs> like immediate no matter what the right. fuck is like the, the movie could be about a farmer going to look for his long lost brother taiko samurai all of a sudden it would just be you know if it, as soon as you mention japan taiko samurai uh, just like a guy going to work and there's a taiko drummer on the just street taiko drummer no, samurai yeah, winter, just shirtless for no reason <laughs> like you know i mean i don't know so um my hope was that the movie is so sort of fantastical mm-hmm. that it doesn't even really matter that it you know, it's like, oh, yeah. there's like some Japanese signs, but really it's about like talking dogs and or whatever, you know, yeah. weirdness. I mean, I think it is picking up some heat in terms of like, you know, uh, people are finding it offensive, I guess. But it's not about the taiko drums. So thank God, like stage one cleared, you know, <laughs> it's not about the taiko drums. Uh, I mean, vi- visually speaking, I was actually really impressed with the artwork and everything like they oh, do they really do look i know no one can fucking tell but they really do look japanese like they do have mm. japanese features they have a japanese hairstyles mm. uh so i think they oh have, you mean like the characters the characters the, their yeah, faces yeah, yeah. They, they do they do look like japanese citizens so so that was you know a lot of work went into that i'm sure they, so they consulted a lot of mm. that's a fun job <laughs> the asian consultant <laughs> we want this guy to look asian <laughs> but recognizable um but I don't know if how much you've heard about it. It's it's political, and yeah, like some, yeah. th- there's two things happening. I think one is that it's about this. It's about a future Japan, like a fantastical Japan where they ban dogs, and so there's a political undertone where people are comparing it to like Trump, because because mm. a, a dog is a man's best friend. Oh, but he's banning them from the country and sending it to like a annexed island called Trash Island. Okay, and people are comparing it to like immigrants and stuff. You know? Oh, interesting. So there's that aspect, which I that. think is okay. that, that's a cool thing that's to cute. convey through dogs. You yeah, because everybody loves dogs. Mm. But the other thing is a lot of I, I read this on the LA Times and uh, some people so so some of the so the people speak Japanese in this right 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 but right. the dogs speak English yep but the Japanese is not perfect it's like really elementary Japanese and actually be, as somebody who can understand both languages I actually kind of found it a little distracting because it was like so fucking bad but were the Jap- were the speakers Japanese speakers. Like Jap- well, could you tell? I, I, you know what? I should have looked this up before I started shitting on it. But I think the guy who plays the boy, uh. I don't think he's Japanese. And if he is, it's not his first language. Okay, uh, so you don't think they're native speakers? You're not sure? Well, so I think the main bad guy, I think he was real. Right. Uh, because he, he had, even though his sentence structures were kind of weird, because mm. I think whoever wrote it, like, 
directly translated from English. Like, mm. it just sounds kind of weird. But I think they knew that. He, his accent was fine. Right. A couple other people were fine. But the main boy, his name is Atari, his accent was, like, really weird. It just sounded like a like a seventh grade white boy trying to learn Japanese. He's probably like an American kid. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Um, somebody look it up. Uh, this is where you could use an intern. Look it up. Somebody. <laughs> We're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, some podcasts have that. They're like, they just talk about some shit. They're like, hey, Jenny, someone bring that up. up? Bring yeah. it up on the screen right yeah. now and let's scroll through <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, but people were offended because they were saying that why, because obviously, A, and they don't have subtitles. And so yeah. they're saying that like all the Japanese is supposed to be like implied. And so they're saying like none of the complex ideas can be conveyed from the Japanese people mm. and only the intellectual ideas can be conveyed through the dogs, which are speaking perfect English. Mm. And so he's like, by that, you're already like recreating like this other concept. Right. And you're isolating Japanese people even more by putting a language barrier. Right, right. On this, and people are getting kind of mad about it. Mm. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. And as a Japanese person, I was not offended one bit. I, I, I think that a lot of Asian Americans, maybe it's because they're not that good at speaking the other language, mm. but I do think they forget that there's a purpose when movie... First of all, it's Wes Anderson, okay? Like, mm. he's made a bunch of amazing... He knows what the fuck he's doing, okay? He didn't... Mm. You know, and he, this was a deliberate decision, right? Mm-hmm. Every language has like a style, uh, a melody, a rhythm, mm-hmm. a, uh, a particular timbre, mm. if you will, that makes you feel a certain, makes you feel a type of way, if you yeah, will. Yeah, sure. And Japanese has, definitely has that. And yep. so I think that in this particular film, they were really trying to contrast like the dogs and the Japanese people and like through language and tone. And mm. if they all spoke English, I don't think it would have been as good. Right. I think somebody getting mad in Japanese has a different feeling than somebody getting mad in English playing oh, yeah. a Japanese person. Yeah. That's why I didn't really give a shit about it because I think it was an artistic choice, you know? So, uh, so, but why, I guess I could understand why people are, are getting upset because then though the Japanese thing just becomes like a background. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, and there's it's about not the dogs. Like, it's about the dogs, and then like but all the. But who cares? It's a fucking yeah. claymation movie. But like you know that sort of thing is like we, like we don't have any Japanese actors. We don't have any Japanese. You I don't think, have any I Asian think there's one Asian character. guy. One. You know, yeah. like, it's a movie set in Japan, and there's, like, not right, even, right, right, right. you know, any of those things. And, like, you know, we're just kind of, like, we're just kind of, like, props. And then, you know, it's, it's like whenever you see an Asian person, Taiko Samurai, or, you know, uh, a Vietnamese prostitute, or whatever. And, mm. and, and, you know, like, I mean, like, you know, the Japanese... Here, Here's the question. Did it need to be take place in japan so that's what the critique was they're like did it even need to be in japan because i'm not saying that you know i mean there's he does know what he's doing and so there's an aesthetic choice for him to like set it in this certain like milieu where it's going to be you know is it like kind of like a new tokyo or something like yeah futuristic it's, it's tokyo? like a future japanese city called megasaki right yeah it's made up yeah so like you know <clears throat> for him to pick all these different things, right? Like the the language, the the background, the 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 characters, the the words, all the all those things. He picked it for a certain reason. I here's the thing. I am I want to see the movie, so I don't know. I I'm sure I'm gonna like it because I don't care about Japanese people. So like <laughs> you know whatever, bro. I think Japanese shit looks tight as fuck, and that's the thing is that like you know. It, 
you you can you can it's you can say that like he picked all those things because they're you know japanese culture is very beautiful like there's a lot of uh art 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 to it there's a you know i agree with you like the the language is very beautiful the way that when you know i watch a lot of anime and like when somebody when somebody <laughs> gets mad when somebody gets mad there's like, oh, you're, you know by like, the way we don't talk like that but you know what i mean <laughs> but you know it's like it's very you know there's a certain drama to it right and yeah visually yeah. especially if he's using stop motion and puppetry like there's going to be like a pop to a lot of those yeah. things right i mean it's kind of like have you ever gotten bitched out by like a like a spanish lady it's scary as fuck. Yeah, dude. This is like a very it's, like ratatata. Yes, you know? yes. It's like you get machine gun. Oh, it's shit. like it's like a ah, different ah, sensation. I'm sorry, Rosa. And <laughs> so it's like I, I think that's like really important to preserve yeah. uh, in through a movie. You know. So like I mean I guess that's what the critics are of it are, are saying. It's like well you can you can definitely take all the different images and all those things. Just like this the dude who got the tattoo uh, of a geisha and you know you're good enough we're good enough to like have the imagery but we're not good enough to actually like be friends with ah <laughs> you know what i'm saying? What it's saying. like you can get the you can get saying. like the japanese all these things but uh, uh by the way we were going to bomb your country you know, <laughs> you know um i okay i see what you're saying but to that i would say as asians in this country if you want to be in more movies or like have a story that's more japan focused or asia culture focused mm. don't fucking expect that from a white guy that's so interesting you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's i mean how why would anyone expect him to get everything exactly right he's not japanese like why right why was this expectation set you right, know right and if he worked with a bunch of japanese people his his image of the movie would have been tainted and i mean, I don't mean tainted in a bad way but it just wouldn't have been wes anderson right. would have been like just a different i think there was he was trying to preserve his own artistic vision yeah. and I think we have to respect that and uh, dude if you want to fucking make one of these things for Japanese people just do it yeah. you make one with yeah. Asian friends yeah. you know like, I mean I agree I agree that like you know we can't be looking to white people to like represent our culture yes. and if there's anything we can learn because they're not like invested at absolutely. all absolutely if there's anything you can learn from other immigrants who have done this before like not like like, like African Americans or Hispanics is that they just do their own thing yeah and you make them come to you yeah that's just that's tight. the whole point yeah fucking know? Rosa with the fucking tamales fucking <laughs> whoever making all that shit happen you know i mean but i think that like people are you know getting super mad at the critics and i you know i mean i think you should leave room you, know, you got to be able to like critique a movie uh I, again i haven't seen it so i got yeah. I, I i don't know how valid things are i've generally kind of like as i've done comedy i think that you know, we probably need to leave more space for doing these things mm-hmm. while also pursuing our own shit. Yeah. I mean, it would be the whole thing is that you and I, we're definitely going to make a movie one day making fun of, making fun of like, you know, brunch culture or right. any of that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it. And if a white girl blogs about us and goes, she, well, they didn't get all the brunch details right. Right. We're going to be like, like, yo, fuck you, lady. You know, yeah, like, exactly, I don't exactly. care. You know? Yeah. So we don't care. I mean, I don't, I think that's where Wes Anderson is. Is that right now? He doesn't care. You know, he doesn't care. This is Asian Yelpers. We're going to look at some reviews for um, the Brooklyn Bridge today. The Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Iconic that's, Brooklyn Bridge. That's now my, subjected to Yelp. Yes. We didn't even, I don't even know that uh, you could, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, first of all, overall, they're doing great. They have four and a half stars. Oh, wow. That's, that must be a good bridge. It's a good bridge. Solid bridge. So, uh, so I'm looking down this list and there's a lot of like four stars, five stars. I mean, having a good time. Boom. I see Amy Z. 
her obvious last name is probably like Jang or something. Mm. She's clearly Asian. She has 678 friends on friend. Uh, she has 678 friends on Yelp. That's oh a lot God. of fucking friends on, on Yelp. Yelp. I don't dude. even have that many friends. 229 reviews. Oh my God. 363 photos. Jesus. Those stats. This is Olympic level. <laughs> this is <laughs> those stats. Yo, yo, fool me. Read them. Read those stats out one more time. Well, Amy Z from New York, New York. She's oh, got 678 shit. friends. All star. 229 reviews. Go three. <laughs> greatest of all time. And 363 photos. Has reviewed over 75 dessert bars. She's a. Uh, seasoned. And she, you know what? She has the. She doesn't even have like a. Um, she doesn't have like one of those badges. What's badge? You know, you get badges if you review a lot in Yelp. Oh, I didn't know. You that. like, you can make like mayor status and stuff. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, so she's she's left a lot of reviews, but people don't respect her reviews. Go so that's it. where we're at right yeah. now. Yeah, here we go. So this is Amy Z's review of the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, go. A runner's review. So so she reviewed it as a runner. Uh, Amazing. She ran over the bridge. Uh, runner friendliness poor. You run around tourists while trying not to get into the cyclist lane, and these are angry cyclists because they're yelling at and swerving around the tourists who wander and pay no attention to the lane division. To be fair, the lane is too narrow to accommodate anyone moving faster than one mile an hour. Expect an obstacle course unless you go before six to seven a.m. Aesthetics great. See other reviews. Air and noise pollution. <laughs> there it is. There's Air the agent in her. There it is. Oh, so smelly. I don't even think the bridge knew it was getting evaluated like this that. This isn't even the bridge's <laughs> fault. How is this the bridge's fault? <laughs> it should be under New York City's review. Oh, air and noise pollution. Fair. The traffic is uh, the traffic is underneath, so not as bad as running side by side. Still quite noisy. Definitely go early morning or pick pick a rainy slash snowy day if you crave that highly coveted feeling of having the bridge to yourself. Got to have it to yourself, huh? Got to have it to yourself. It's a bridge that serves millions of people a day. <laughs> Not that good unless I'm all the only one on it. Dude, I love that. Like Yelp already gives you thing like dimensions that to rate on, like mm. quality service. My, she made her own. She made a new one. <laughs> Um, um, color. No, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I would like to review this not as she, a customer, but as a runner. Like, does she say where she's from? She's from New York. The fuck, the f- lady. Why the fuck are you running on the Brooklyn? I mean, bridge? I would assume she's been here for a while because she's left. You know, There's like two other bridges, reviews. at least two other bridges. Yeah, three, Manhattan and Williamsburg, which fine for running. Uh, air quality probably fair. <laughs> don't run on the Brooklyn oh, Bridge. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> I, I just looked at her profile. She reviewed another bridge. Which one? Which <laughs> She's one? She's just out there reviewing bridges. She's loving bridges. Okay, this one. I don't know this one. Ed Koch. Oh, Queensboro. The, yeah, the, Queens, yeah. the Queensboro Bridge. Okay, this one's better for running. <laughs> she, did she rate, rate this as a runner? Yes. What did she say about it? Okay, wait. She reviewed the Manhattan Bridge too. Let's read all of them. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> the Queensboro Bridge. A runner's review. Runner friendliness. Good. The lane is separated from traffic and of decent width. But you do have to share the cycle. You do have to share with the cyclist. Cyclist, the ascents on both sides are no joke. Good for hill workouts. Aesthetics fair. On a nice day, you get a great view of all of downtown, midtown, and uptown Manhattan. Many bridges, as well as the Roosevelt Island. But it's at times hard to appreciate when you're surrounded by boring concrete and never-ending flow of cars. I hate this lady. This lady fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, it'd be really funny if she like. It'd be funny if she rated restaurants from a runner's perspective. <laughs> Poor has too much food. I got full. I couldn't run anymore. What else? What else would she? What else would she rate? Let's see here. Um, let's see. Maybe a pool from a runner's perspective. 
uh, aesthetics. Poor. Too much water. <laughs> My new shoes got ruined. <laughs> My new shoes got ruined. Lifeguard kept yelling at me for keeping clothes on. <laughs> no one was running. I was the only one. You have to share it with a bunch of people who are swimming. If very, you wanna, if you wanna very be alone, make sure to come before opening hours. <laughs> Damn. So this is Amy Z. She's got. Oh, you know what? You know what? Oh, she's not cute. Never mind. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, is this girl hot? Because um, I don't, I don't want to fall in love with a bridge raider, you know? That's yeah, that would be the worst thing ever. You know? Yeah. Where's your girlfriend? That's a, that's a oh. deal breaker. If you if you go home with a girl and then after she's like, gotta, I got to rate Fumi from a runner's perspective. <laughs> Cardio, very poor. Uh, oh my God. ABC, you're killing me with the runner's perspective. This is amazing. All right, that was episode eight. Thank you so much. Shouts. For listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, leave us a review, five stars. Yeah, on please leave iTunes. us reviews. You guys, whoever's doing that, it's been great. And that's, that's the way we were kind of getting famous, if you will. We're trying to get famous. So yeah, keep leaving reviews. And actually, tell all your friends. I heard this on Radio Lab today. They, they, they plug, they tell people to tell their friends. Tell your at friends the beginning. about us, Asian, not Asian. Tell your friends about it. And just listen. And listen to us, please. Uh, and if you live in New York City, come to our comedy shows that we have every month called Hack City, every third Wednesday at Black Cat. LES, 8 o'clock. Um, but before we go, we just wanted to give you give you guys um, a shout out for some of the people who emailed us. We just want to give them a quick yeah, shout out. That's awesome. Uh, we had a shout out from Julia Zhao, I think is her name. Hey, Julia. Hope it's okay that we're saying her name. Um, she's a fan of our comedy show. Awesome. She's a Hack City customer. Went to Hack City. That's great. Check one. And then she really enjoyed this episode about Circle. Yes. The one we did. Yeah. And uh, she suggested that we go th- to the new club, Mission, and Mission. Do, a, do a review on it. Let's go to the Mission. We're going to go to Mission. And we're going to review it from a runner's perspective. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to... Where, where, this is up down. Where is this? Uh, it's, it's in Midtown. Remember okay. 23rd Street or something like that? Okay, so yeah. we can go... We're going to write off this whole thing for taxes because yes. this is work. <laughs> this is work. So let's go there. <laughs> let's try to see if we if they won't let us in because no, we're not Korean. It'd be really funny if we didn't go in and we just do the podcast outside outside Mission. And just be like, how's it going? You guys like it? <laughs> so crowded. So we're going to go and um, check it out. So thanks for the positive vibes, Julia. And also I want to give a shout out to Cameron and Arthur Liu. They also liked the podcast, and that was really cool that you guys emailed us about it. Shouts. So email us if you have any questions or like things you want us to cover. I know you guys are all Asian, and you guys are doing interesting shit out there because we're real people, and we want to hear about it. So email us, leave us a comment and review on iTunes, subscribe to us, please tell your friends, and come... Oh, wait. Yeah, come back next week, and you can follow us on Instagram. Mm. You can find me at... Uh, at the Fumiabe, T H E F U M I A B E. Um, at Nice Pants Bro. Nice Pants Bro. And uh, cool. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Laters.